This is Continua. We're guided by music and grounded in science. Journey with us as we explore the intersection of music and health. We're diving into discussions with professionals and creatives. We're sharing information and giving you conversations to motivate you along your health journey. I'm Chloe Livray. I'm Aliyah Abdullah. And you're listening to The Continua Podcast. So good morning. I mean, wait, no, it's not even. Are we rolling now? Oh, good morning. Good morning, Chloe. Good afternoon, Chloe. Good evening. <laughs> good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good day. Good day. <laughs> oh, man. How's it going? Um, Good. Today is a great day because I got dressed. Yes. And Holler. Yes, considering we're filming this in the middle of a pandemic, I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate to just wanting to put the clothes on that you have in your closet. Mm-hmm. I hear that. And okay. we didn't even plan this today, no, but we, we both put on actual clothes today instead of workout clothes. Yes, we were intentional. <laughs> yeah. So that's really funny. And both have our green drinks too. We Yes, we do. What's in your Except drink? My, oh, well, I will let you know. So mine is not homemade like Aaliyah's is, but I will tell you that mine has celery, cucumber, spinach, romaine, kale, lemon, and parsley. Awesome. And yours? Mine has pineapple, mint, coconut, and basil, I believe, and some coconut water. Very nice. Yes. I wish I liked coconut water. I just don't. And a little bit of collagen. Okay, nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Good for the skin. Yes, it is. Making sure it stays elastic. Yes, because I'm trying to <laughs> be 24 back. ever for a while. <laughs> Even I love it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Black don't crack. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all. Welcome to the Continual Podcast. Yes. Today, we have a very special guest. We do. Miss Kathy Donato. And so Kathy began her career in fitness about 19 years ago in the world of fitness competitions, which soon led to personal training. Now she has a solid personal training business in Miami Beach. She's a master instructor for the practice of animal flow, which we'll get into, and also a paddle fit pro instructor. She has worked with many children's programs throughout the years, and you can find her on a couple of training videos and on the Animal Flow On Demand app. Yay! So without further ado, Miss Kathy Donato. Let's bring you into the room. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, Kathy. <laughs> Hi there. How are Hi you? There. How is it out there on the East Coast? Oh, it's gorgeous weather out here, I have to say. Um, you know, I was outside training some folks at the park, and that was nice. And um, yeah, it's just been beautiful. Cannot complain. So okay. were you One doing bit. outdoor training before the, the pandemic started too? or Yes. Okay. Yes. Kathy's a very outdoorsy yes. person. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I've always trained uh, my people either at their house or at a park. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I go to them. I give them super duper personal training. <laughs> there we go. Super duper personal training. <laughs> super, super duper. <laughs> So, um, so we, we talked about in your bio, but you said that you came from the, from the world of bodybuilding competition. So can you, can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, um, I was a fitness competitor and, uh, I started out a friend of mine. She came, I was bartending for a bit at the time. And, uh, she's like, I think you'd like this because I knew you were in the military. It's this boot camp. 
I said, boot camp. I'm like, okay, let's let's take this six six weeks of boot camp compared to one hour of working out. I mean, that <laughs> does not compare. I said, okay, but <laughs> I'll go. And they were a bunch of fitness competitors. Mm-hmm. And at the first time I went, um, I was so challenged and I'm very competitive. I didn't like that I almost puked. So I said, I'm going back. He cannot do this to me. And I was, I was, uh, got stung by the bug and I started competing. Yeah. So I competed, we mainly competed in a women's tri fitness, which is a two days of competing. So it is grace and physique fitness routine. Then we had our obstacle course, which was timed. Then we had box jumps, which were timed 50, uh, jumps. Uh, we had to do bench press 60% of your body weight, 50 reps was a perfect score and then shuttle run. So See, this sounds hardcore. way more interesting than just a bodybuilding competition. Right. This is like yeah. a Spartan race. <laughs> it this sounds is like, like a, it. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> and it sounds like the, the military prepared you for that, right? The mindset wise, is is there any discipline that you, you can say? That, that like you, carried over. Yeah, that carried over into... Okay, uh, you have to understand, I was in branch of the Air Force. Uh, <laughs> we weren't that physical. Oh, I really? Say, I, I hate to admit that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we had like our mile and a half run every other day, every day somewhat. Um, then we had, we did have to run an obstacle course. And uh, I had practiced this one obstacle, you know, and I always missed it whenever I practiced it. It's like, okay, you know, when a rope comes across and you mm-hmm. have to jump over this yes. pool of water. Yes. Every time I practiced before I went in, I missed the rope. Mm. And I said, this is it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to catch the rope. So I'm standing there and I said, go. And I go and I reach out. That rope keeps going past me and splash. Okay. So (laughs) never make that stupid. And you know what? I still haven't even tried it today. Oh my gosh. You know, well, speaking of Spartan, well, actually I think this, I did, I've done a, a, a tough minor and I've done like a few Spartan races. If you want to redeem yourself, you should do a tough mutter and catch that rope. <laughs> You're right. But okay, I did redeem my, I, you know what, how I used to train for the fitness competitions. Our coach was an ex-Marine. Okay. And um, so we went to a, a, a naval base that's here and they have the Marine course and we would train on that Marine course, um, you know, three times a week. So but it didn't have the the rope thing that I need to. Got yeah, it. I didn't have that. But I did do some marine stuff. There we go. So there we go. <laughs> so do you do you think that um when it comes to preparing for for fitness training and and the competitions is that a a mindset and a discipline and will that you had on your own or is that something that you developed over time? You know, I had a good support group Okay, that's what I do recommend as a support group. Community. So I was on a team. Yes, community. And um, because of that, that's what kept me going. And they kept me going. I kept my partner going, you know, so I kept my teammate going. Um, And our coaches were there. So it was, okay, you're feeling down. I got you. So, um, no, I mean, I didn't go in every day wanting to be there. But I knew I had a goal in mind. I can only get there if I was consistent and these people, my group helped me. My community helped me be mm. consistent. And so how did you do? <laughs> well, my last one, 
um, I was, there was like over like 140 women to compete and I came in eight. Nice. Um, very nice. Yeah. Especially in, uh, grace and physique and I think, yeah, overall, but, and it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was tough because the thing is you didn't have everyone doing all four things. Um, so, but out of the grace and physique, yeah, I was around eight, number eight, even have that video somewhere. Oh, <laughs> you might have to do my little right, walk. Right, exactly. <laughs> Chloe and I are like, we're we about to see the video. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how did you transition from being in these um, physique? Comp- what is it? Trifit, trifit competitions. Well, yeah. To yeah. animal flow, to stand up paddle boarding. Like that's a very interesting. I mean, trifit is so like linear training. It's so bodybuilding training. Right. Or well, is it not? No. Oh, it's not. No. To be honest, to be okay. Everything I did for that competition, I had a tumbling coach. Oh. I went to Bomarito for speed and agility training. Oh, wow. uh, I had a choreographer. I had, um, I had to do cardio a couple of times a week. I had a personal trainer, obstacle course training. Uh, I even hired a core coach one year. So no. Core it's, coach. Yeah. So I'll be honest. I came in through this avenue and because I did, I was open to everything in fitness. Mm, yeah, that makes so, sense. I mean, yeah. you paint such a, a vivid picture of everything in fitness, which really shows how diverse and how vast the industry actually is. There's a couple of things mm-hmm. you just you just mentioned. Um, what's the word that just starts with the B of of training uh, that you just did? Oh, when I went to Bomberitos, it, yes. was, a, it was a speed and agility. I've never uh, heard of that facility. Me, me either. Me either. Well, that's that's the name of the facility. Okay. And okay. they have a lot of um they do a lot of combines and stuff like okay. that for athletes. Mm-hmm. And so that that's what helped me with my speed. And they taught me how to run and um just be fast. She said tumbling, she said sprinting. Yes. She said um <laughs> a, a coach to for walking, right? For you know the the physique like, walking, I did have my, right? Yeah, I did have my that coach that as well. That kind of coach. But wow. Personal trainer. Personal you know, trainer. My coach for op- obstacle course training. Wow. And then we had we had reading um, assignments. Wow. What so, is, what is uh, that? Uh, All-encompassing here. Reading assignment. Uh, Mind Body um, is one of the books. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah. So, we oh, had like reading assignments. Reading. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. This seems yeah. like it's uh, <laughs> committing to this type of competition is a not only just from the outside in a lifestyle transformation, but it seems like it's my mind, body, soul transformation. Let me tell you, you have no other life. <laughs> yeah. You have no other life. I, mean, dedication, I actually though, cried. Right? It is. It is. I actually cried at a restaurant, my poor friend, um, because it was time to eat. It's time to eat, you know, and oh, she wanted to yeah. go to a restaurant. And I'm like, okay, I know what I can eat there. So I said, I just want a tuna. I will never forget a tuna uh, with brown rice uh, roll, tuna roll mm-hmm. with brown rice and a side salad. Oh, we can't make that that roll for you with the brown rice. I said, but you have brown rice on the menu and you have the tuna and I have to eat. And, oh. Well, I mean, all jokes aside, though, I would I've I've been around people who have been preparing, were preparing for competitions like this. Yes. And it 
is a mind trip for them. Like, I mean, you're you're food deprived, you're sleep deprived, you're like you have no other life other than training and eating mm-hmm. at like the correct times. Wow. <laughs> like it's a lot. So I I could I could see why you were you had a small little freak out moment at the restaurant. It was just like the straw that broke the camel's back for you. <laughs> oh man. So the word that keeps coming up for me, I've heard uh, animal flow because I had heard about that from Chloe when Chloe and I first met and she was just animal flow, animal flow, animal <laughs> flow. And in my mind, I'm just like, what is animal flow? All right. Actually, you know, basically it's a ground-based body weight practice. Okay. That um, focuses on going back to the crawling patterns. See? So in the crawling patterns, as children, what do they start to develop before they walk upright? So we are a quadrupedal before we are bipedal. So we're on all fours until for a while until we, we can stand upright on two, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going back to that stage. That's where we learn how to balance ourselves. You know, we learn how to, you know, uh, how to look forward and back, you know, with our, with our eyes. Um, so I don't, I'm not going to get really technical because I want everyone to kind of understand it. So, um, and also it goes back to bringing a lot of, of information to the brain. We don't get it a lot. First of all, because we wear shoes and I know people, uh, I have a term for shoes and I call them foot condoms because they, <laughs> they tend to so amazing. inhibit the foot to do what it's supposed to do. <clears throat> And that is to get information, you know, to our brain. So, um, so when we have our fingertips and our feet on on the ground, that's when we get all this great information in our body to our brain and back out to the limbs. So it's I you know what I call it. Once you start moving, there, like there's one position called uh, the static beast, and once you get into the static beast, that's when you're on your hands and your toes are tucked under, and you lift your knees just no more than an inch off the floor and your knees are just underneath the belly button. You can't think of nothing else, but what's going on (laughs) because you're like, start shaking. I mean, it's crazy. I would love for you guys to try that. Um, And then try to lift like just one foot, like the left foot, just, just a hair off the floor and hold it. You can't think of anything else. So I like to use this also for um, this particular movement whenever I see a client that seems distracted. So it brings centers them. We don't have time to meditate. So this is bringing them back to center. I like this. I, I like this, actually. I, I yeah. messaged Chloe yesterday because I was trying to do a meditation <laughs> oh, yeah. and I just could not focus. I've self-diagnosed myself with ADD with that, where I need something that's literally just get my focus, get my attention right now. Call me down yeah. right now. So yeah. I can do this. You said it's beast. I'll show you. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I will yeah. do that. I will. Yeah. I will and you just it. focus on your breathing. Focus on your breathing. Um, but yeah, so it's really about um, bringing, bringing the mind and body connection, bring it, making it stronger. So, and there's a lot of fun parts to it. Like there's the flow part. But the thing is, when you look at animal flow and people doing animal flow, all you see is this looks like these dance on the floor, but there's other components to it as well. 
So uh, one thing that we look at is uh, more or less about the risk because we don't, we're not on our hands very often, probably never. If you do yoga, yes. But once you start moving and that energy, that impact on your hands, it starts to shoot through the wrist, you might start getting a little bit of strain. So we have some wrist modes that we have um, in order to help you with that. So, and it, you know what? It's great for people who are on the computer a lot because Ooh, you start getting that mm-hmm. corporal tunnel yes. issues. So animal flow has something for them there. Yes. Everyone's um, yes. short for mobility, yes, which is yes. essentially creating space within the joint cap, joint capsule. Yes, I'm pretty sure a lot yes. of people listening can benefit from that. We're all behind our computers an mm-hmm. insane amount as of pandemic. And also, you know what? It's a safe place to be near the floor. Um, and you know how we're always seated. Yes. So we talk about different planes of motion. Um, so we're always in that seated position, whether we're driving sitting right now doing this podcast or in you know uh for dinner in we're always seated so animal flow helps us to go into different planes of motion so we're going to be rotating uh our spine we're going to get a lot of like spinal movements within animal flow which we don't normally get um so we're going to be moving in different in different ways so um, that's one great thing about animal flow as well. Would you say that animal flow is multidirectional? Of course, yes, multidirectional. Chloe's buzzword. Yeah. <laughs> Chloe's buzzword for sure. Multi. That's right. And do you do it that's to right. music, or do you do it? You can... Listen, I have this one client that he has to play some Biggie or some, you yes. know, we're back nineties. And he's like, come on, cat, let's do this. So, <laughs> I want to join. I want to do fun. some animal <laughs> flow to Biggie. That's fun. <laughs> we're a red man. He loves a method man. I mean, that's what we play when, when I'm when we're um when I'm training him. Yeah. So, yeah. You know my friend Matt Pack. I don't know if mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Chloe. Yeah. So, you know, we get together, we choreograph a lot of flows. And a lot of them haven't made it out to everyone <laughs> because it's like, hmm, should we be, should we show everyone how much we hunt the ground? <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh yeah, you showed me you showed me one of your videos. <laughs> <laughs> Give um, the people what they want, Kathy. Yes. <laughs> Animal flow to biggie. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest smalls. So so oh, I have a question. Um cool. because um the average person is not um does not do a lot of groundwork. Um, how would you start off a very novice person in animal flow? Um, especially if they're my client, mm-hmm. that'll be part of the workout. Okay. I sprinkle. Okay. You want to sprinkle it in because it can be too much mm-hmm. for people. And being on the floor is dirty. We're taught it's dirty. So um, we are. you have to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you have to take it slow at some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what what would be um, a f- a f- an initial movement that you would start them off with? Um, actually, beast position because it's the easiest to get into. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And beast, beast if position. I'm following when you said it's uh, quad quadruped quadruped meaning yes. both my hands are on the ground and both my feet are also toes. on the ground or my toes are on the ground. Yes, and I am. I wouldn't say hunched over, but like you're in a tabletop position. I'm in a tabletop position. Tabletop. Boom. Mm-hmm. Okay. And 
um, am I bringing my legs into my chest while I'm in so the you just top? are no. floating your knees just about a millimeter off the ground. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would actually start people, especially if they're nervous, um, keep them all six points mm-hmm. of contact, which is hands, knees, and the Close. tops of the feet Got on it. the ground. And then do some some uh, activations, which are lifting the limbs. Okay. You know, so six I'd have a different limbs. variation of that. Because you want people to, to do this. You want people to feel successful. You know, if if they feel like it's just too hard and you know, what is all this? You know, it, it cuts people mentally, they don't want to want to do it anymore. Yes. That's so, so <clears throat> I don't know what was going on with my voice just now. <laughs> you need that green juice, girl. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Only need, dogs could hear what juice. I just said. <laughs> sorry about that (laughs) no I do think that what you just said is such a nugget yes (laughs) that um you not only have to meet people where they are but some people don't know where they are so you you have to be the the guide and know that it's it's better to start really easy than to start way too difficult because if Mm -hmm. it's easy then that gives them a little boost of confidence but if it's too hard, mm-hmm. they just feel totally defeated, you know? Right. So I, I like what you said there. So, okay, so we've talked about animal flow. Now, mm-hmm. what is stand-up <clears throat> paddleboarding? <laughs> SUP? SUP. Yeah. But SUP. you're also, you called yes, it something yes. else, too. Didn't you say it's a, because you were in a competition? I'm a paddle fit coach. Oh, paddle yes, fit coach. I used to compete. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, so tell us more about you know, that. I'm certified in that. Well, um, I guess first I should start how I got into it yes. because it was an accident. Okay. Just like just like personal training, it really was an accident to get that I got into it. Um, but with my so me and my brother, uh, we went out. Uh, he came to visit me here, and so uh, the guy that I was renting from for the gym, he had two paddleboards. So like, let's go do it. So me and my brother go out. We get seasick. We couldn't even leave the area. And I'm like, I'm never doing this again. And my brother's like, that's why black people don't do stuff like this. And so we got out of the water and that was it. So then my friend who opened this um, indoor paddleboard kind of erg kind of um, workout area. So we had to do, she had to do a commercial. She asked me to go go and uh, help her out. So she taught me how to paddle on that machine. And then one day she's like, oh, let's go to lunch. And she's always, she's sneaky. So she goes, oh, you know what? I have these boards here. So why don't we go out in the water? <laughs> and since then I've been paddling. Wow. And then I, I was an um, uh, assistant coach for, the, for their, our uh, team. And I raced, you know, so, um, yeah. Is this great core activation or, or quads or glutes? Actually. Glutes. Okay. Glute. Think about hinging. It's a hinge movement that's actually being used okay. whenever you paddle. And we call it um, one of the assistant coaches called bar- Barbie arms. So you always see people bending their arms. You never bend your arms when you're paddling. So it's all in the hips. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're, you're like sinking back, sinking forward reaching and pulling back so 
It's a whole technique. Wow. I've stand up paddleboarded one time and it was difficult, like way harder than I thought it was going to be. So much. Mm -hmm. And for me, actually, it was a lot of core. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, hearing you say don't bend your arms, I definitely think I did. Because when I was um, like using the paddle to like move the paddle through the water. Right. I mean, I was it was like all core for me to like keep me upright. (laughs) Well, now we know an alternative for squats is SUP. If you'd like to get a glute workout for for deadlifting. Yeah. For, oh, for, yeah, deadlifting. for deadlifting. Okay, wow. <laughs> and, and Don't listen to me. They they knew my intent. And, yes, no, definitely. And, and, and kettlebell swings. Yes. So yeah, so uh, the paddle fit part is that I I uh, there's workouts on the board. So like you'll do calisthenics like push ups and I'll have you get up and sprint paddle. Squats, get sprint oh, paddle. Wow. Um yeah, mountain climbers, sprint paddle. Plank, sprint paddle. Oh, my gosh. Sit up, sprint paddle. So, yeah, it's an intense workout. Oh, I wish you were in L.A., Kathy. (laughs) Yes. We need to take us through. Please, please. Or we can just go to Miami. (laughs) Yes, we can. Here you go. (laughs) And and if we do, that content and that video will be live. You will find it somewhere. (laughs) Okay, so you you are a woman of many talents, Kathy. (laughs) So you have told me in the past that you play, played, Six different instruments? Yes. The flute is my baby. That's what I mainly competed with and played with. Uh, Then piccolo, which is a smaller version, uh, like for marching band. I'd play that sometimes. Then I went on to the oboe, which is extremely difficult, but they needed an oboe player. I was always one... Hey, you know, we're look, we need this for this particular song. Hey, I'll learn it. I'll learn it. Give me a month. I was always, give me a month. I'll learn it. So that's a great <laughs> mentality. I love that. That is. <laughs> give me a month. And I like that with languages too. Just give me a month. But um, so I played the oboe and then I played the mellophone, mellophone. which is kind of like a trumpet, but it has a larger bell, like a larger bell um, than a trumpet. So it has a deeper kind of sound to it french horn i played so and uh that one was was difficult as well between that and the oboe uh, those two were the most difficult and then i played uh the bass guitar for jazz band so, oh my god finally one that is like familiar <laughs> wait I've, heard I've been of, like I, waiting I, no no I, I mean obviously i've heard of you know the oboe and like i've heard of it, the french horn and everything but i'm like guitar drums Bass? <laughs> you had me you had you me like... at the at the piccolo because that one I was really proud of knowing. I was gonna ask you, how would you describe your relationship to music? It helped me a lot during <laughs> rough times as a teenager mm-hmm. and also throughout my the rest of my life. Um that's why I miss it right now. That's why I need to get get it my you know, get them replaced. Um that all always calmed me down, just like the ocean. You know, I go look at the mm-hmm. water and it calms me down. Then, do you like uh, the sound of the ocean or do you just like kind of like looking at the waves and the I like it all of it? Because I, yeah, because, you know, I look out there and I'm like, look how this, it just goes on forever. And my problems are so minute, <laughs> you know, to what I'm looking at and the beauty of all this. Mm. I can make it, you know, whatever I'm going through, it's fine. You know, so it puts things in perspective for me. Yeah. Yeah. 
How how important do you feel um, that move both music and movement are to you in your life? Well, I love to dance. I do. Um, and of course, you have to have music for that. Yes. Or you don't have to. You can um, wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it in your head. There's music, but um, it's nice to have it actually out. And so that, you know, that sense, you can use your, you know, sense to hear that of hearing. Um, but yeah, just, you know, it creates a mood. It does. You know, and there's this one song, Pictures of an Ex- Expedition, that I played once. And it's just this this sound of, it just sounds like noise, I know, to some people. But it's organized chaos. Hmm. And it's one of my favorite go-tos if I'm feeling like, ah, it helps me like, okay, it's not, we can, we can put this together. It's fine. Um, and then you you know, I have to listen to like De La Soul, you know, I gotta, mm, you know, you gotta get down. <laughs> the soul. <laughs> De La Soul, or you have, you know, just different music. You know, sometimes I get into um, H-Town because, you know, my family's from there. So I like my Paul Wall, little Kiki, uh, <laughs> DJ Screw. Represent you know, for Texas. You know it. And I have to give Travis Scott a shout out since he's from there, but <laughs> I love Travis Scott. He's a little Scott. younger. Me too, but you know. <laughs> of a different generation. <laughs> yes. Well, yes, I think that's such yes. a, a beautiful thing. And I think you you bring up such a valid point with that of generational music, like in the ability to relate or find a way to relate to something that may not necessarily be of your generation. I so do. what's your what's your favorite genre of music to to flow to? Oh. Um, lately, you know what, who I've been really getting into is, um, what's his name, uh, is, uh, Mark Ronson. He's a DJ and, um, his sister used to be a DJ, but his music, music is kind of like 70-ish and it just makes me like just fall into this kind of groove, kind of, it just makes me feel almost like a sexy flow kind of I like it okay you know, snap I'll say Dope. sultry I'll say sultry oh yes kind of flow. So yeah. Sultry. Flow. Yeah. sultry flow about it <laughs> yeah. so sometimes I just like yeah you know I'm a woman let me, let me feel that hey <laughs> I love that yeah so he's no I mean we could go juvenile but juvenile and that's when that, back back that thing up but you know <laughs> I'm already pumped up as soon as you said it. As soon as you said it. So, Kathy, Mm -hmm. what mark do you want to leave in this world and what's next for you? Of all the things that the gems that you've just shared with us in these past couple minutes, I'm wondering, like, what's next and how would you want to be remembered? Um... It may seem small, but every day I choose to go out and speak to someone I don't know. I choose to say good morning to someone. I choose to, oh, I, you know, I love your shoes. I love, I always 
make sure I do that every day and hope that impacts them to impact someone else. So uh, there's uh, one of my uh, friend's kids. He's like, why do you always talk to people you don't know? I said, because, you know, it makes them happy sometimes. And it makes, you know, and I'm giving something. So, um, so what's next for me? I mean, I guess to just to be on a bigger platform and be, and just spread happiness during times of like the pandemic or if someone's going through a, a, a bad time, I hope to make them laugh. You know, I hope to make them feel good about who they are. Um, and the way to do that is, my, like I was telling you, I'm, I'm going to have a YouTube channel soon. And just cooking. You know, cooking for me is always about family and friends. And uh, so I think that's my next move to impact people. Cooking channel. In a positive way. Kathy's cooking channel. Very catchy. Yeah. Very <laughs> catchy. Where where could our listeners find that? Is is that what it's going to be called? Kathy's cooking channel. Oh, I just said it. <laughs> no, oh, I don't yeah. know. Oh. That sounds good though. Yeah, it was catchy. <laughs> but, uh, Take it. <laughs> but but um, it's going to be under Kathy Donato on the YouTube because uh, I'm, I'm going to have some other stuff on there too, as well. But I will have a lot of cooking in there. And what I'm going to focus on are vegetables. Because I remember growing up with those nasty peas and carrots, those canned peas and carrots. Oh, man. From the can, it's just not good. But uh, so I want, you know, because I remember we usually just stick with one thing. You know, what do I do with this squash? Or I don't know what to do with the squash. I don't know what to do with the zucchini, you know. And sometimes it does get a little expensive. So I want to have some things that are like um, cost $5 to make, you know. Or some things, yeah, we can get extravagant. And it can be a complicated recipe because I have a few that I enjoy, but I enjoy cooking and I enjoy chopping. It's just makes me feel it's meditative for me, the chopping, mm. you know? And so, yeah, I just want to share that, share difference. You know, it, vegetables don't have to be just one, one fits, fits all, you know, one fits all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You can mm -hmm. do a lot with the carrot. Yeah, you can. You can do a you lot sure with the carrot. <laughs> oh, I made a roasted carrot uh, ginger soup the other day. Yum. Ooh, Ooh yum. <laughs> Absolutely. If you want the recipes, yeah. find her channel. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I was going to say, so where where else can we find you? Because the I, the YouTube is not up yet, correct? Right. So how can right. people, it, how can people keep the, up with you? Um. Well, on my IG, mm -hmm. Donato. So K-D-O-N-A-T-T-O. And my name, Kathy Donato, on Facebook. Love it. So, um, so Kathy, yeah. so we have one last question for you. And mm, this okay. is something that we ask all of our guests who come on. We want to know what okay. your definition of journey is. My definition of journey. Um, let me tell you, uh, how I look at journey is this is, journey is my life. And I look at it as a roller coaster. Okay, we're gonna go through some, you know, I hate the drops. Okay. So whenever I know, to be honest, whenever I know I'm going through a drop in life or something's happening, I say, hold on tight. We're gonna get through this, you know? And then, but then we're taking that journey up or it stays stable for a bit. And I take advantage of that to regroup. 
and then we go back up. So I look at the journey as a roller coaster. That's how I look at it. And it's full of beauty, full of challenges. Um, like I said, ups and downs, a lot of curves. But you know what? Once we get through those those low points, once we drop down and you get through that, what a beauty, what it brings out a lot of beauty. So journey is uh yeah, it's full of lots of mixed feelings. And but overall it's a lot of beauty. My journey through, and you know what I love are flowers. So I like whenever I'm going through my my stable areas and then going up, I'm going through a field of flowers. So Aww, I love it. I love flowers. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Same. Thank you so yeah. much for coming on, Thank Kathy. You. Yes. We appreciate oh, you. This was so much fun. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate you all. I appreciate oh, we you. Appreciate we appreciate you. you. Thank you. Yeah, I really do. I love what you you, ladies are doing. Thank Thank you. Thank you. you. All right, all. We will talk to you soon. Have a great day. Toodles. Later. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Continua Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our Continua experience or have any questions based on the topic of this episode, DM us on Instagram at the Continua.